He first gained national attention with his blockbuster book, The Harbinger. Today, New York Times best-selling author Jonathan Kahn brings a prophetic word and on where America is and where it's headed. Now on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we proclaim Jesus as Messiah to the world, and we help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith and world events surrounding Israel. Three years ago, our guest triggered a worldwide stir with a book he wrote called The Harbinger. This fiction novel tied together the events of 9-11 and possible coming judgment of America with events that took place leading up to the destruction of ancient Israel, and the parallels are astounding. Jonathan Kahn is back with us today to update us and to introduce a new movie just released about his life. Please welcome back to the program my friend Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. I know that a number of people didn't watch the program yesterday, okay. and I, I just want them to mm -hmm. understand that although the world did not come to an end, which we were not expecting, uh, which we were not expecting <laughs> right. over yes. the period between Rosh Hashanah mm -hmm. and Yom Kippur mm -hmm. in, in October, many things were fulfilled. Yes. And yes. Jonathan yes. never said mm -hmm. that there was going to be a world economic crash, nor did he ever say this will happen. Mm -hmm. He said, this is what we're seeing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. paralleling what happened with ancient Israel. Yeah, and the, and they're oh, very clear. Yeah, and the, and the harbingers have continued, and that progression has happened regardless. And the overall template of the Shemitah actually happened just the way it did in the last seven. So very quickly, I want to recap what we talked we talked about yesterday. Things yes. did happen. Yeah, the, very the, significant the, overall, the predominant template, and this you can look back for seven Shemitahs, is that there is a crash, there is a long-term crash that, that happens within the year or, or through the year. By it, the way, Shemitah being Shemitah, a seventh year cycle. Sabbath year, yeah, and, and it's exactly what happened in this one as well. We saw a, actually a massive, a massive crash from a long-term one over months from spring up, up until just about that Elul, that Elul point. Actually, it climaxed in Elul, which is the month where these things do, wiping out $11 trillion of the world markets. 43% of, of China. Of China, which is the major engine of the world. I mean, they wouldn't even be having a discussion like this because that's massive. And it happened within like two and a half months. I don't think it's, I don't think you've ever seen the dynamic happen that strongly. So, you know, it doesn't happen the way we always think, but that happened. And the other thing that I believe is even more, for the long term, prophetically, is even bigger, and we've been warning about this, is the American age that began in 1871 was ended by this Shemitah. It is no longer the strongest economic power on earth. That crown has passed to China. That age is over. You know, so, and, and there's even more. And there was, they're more full, but yes. Yeah. It's a shock for many yeah. Americans that are watching. Yeah, and we were talking about, and, and then in, during, this, during this year, we also saw America cross a very gigantic line spiritually. Yeah, talk I mean, about the desecrations. You that, talked about that, specific desecrations. That the, the, in the Bible, there's the act of desecration precedes judgment. And that is what desecration defined, if you take something sacred of God, something that he made sacred, turn it against its purpose, that is desecration. 
that we took marriage and we turned it against its purpose, we struck it down. And we did this, we did this with the sign of the rainbow, which is another sacred vessel of God, and we did it on the White House, to, to be major. I mean, it's like the handwriting on the wall, but in the colors of the rainbow. But not only that, and I know we have so much to do, Jonathan, I, 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 and so I just to say this, I was gonna talk about the three, there are three abominations that happen also before judgment, that lead to judgment. I'll just mention one of them, I mean, and that is this, because you don't wouldn't normally hear this. One of the abominations that brought judgment to Israel in his last days, and we're kind of following this pattern, is, is that of false gods or images of the gods. And they appear all over, all over Israel. And actually, the name for, for idol, shakuts, also means abomination. They brought judgment. In the last days of Israel, they were all over. The images mm -hmm. appeared. Now, America, we don't do those things, of course. We have, we have other ways of worshiping other gods. You know, but we've been, as we drive God out, other gods come in. That's how it is. But this summer, the same summer of the desecration, same summer, in New York City, on the Empire State Building, an image appeared on that, that building, I think you may have it, and it was the image of a false god over New York City. This is the god Kali, and this is the god literally of darkness. And literally they, they lit up the New York City, and they lit it up, they lit up the tower with light to, to create the god of darkness. It says, woe to those who put darkness for light. Over New York City, it has to be the largest uh, image of a false god on the planet in history. And it's also the god of destruction and the god of death, the god of darkness over New York City. In the same time, and it happened during the festival of Kali oh, in New York City. And it happened in the same summer of all these other things as well. So it's one thing after another. Even another, another sign of judgment is that of the terrorist or terror. That's where I was headed next. You yeah. actually talk yeah. in the Harbinger uh, yes. about the terrorists, and yes. there's very specific events Absolutely. that we've seen. And by the way, I want to just uh, restate what I said yesterday. I'm hearing the Lord, as you speak, saying, let those that have eyes to see, see, and those that have ears to hear, heed mm. the warning. Mm. because the warnings are continuing, and yes. I'm seeing the mercy yes. and grace of God in that's all right. this. The He's, warnings that's right. continue. That's right, and if there was no mercy, there'd be no warning, and the warnings are because of that. But, okay. Well, terrorism, but, yeah, huge, yeah, the terrorist. Well, well that, the, in the harbinger, the second harbinger is the terrorist, and that is that in the last days of Israel, the Lord allows a strike. It's in his, he's against the terrorist, but he allows a strike on his people, and it's to wake them up. And that sign, if you read, if you read in the Hebrew, you'll see the word terror a lot. This is actually a sign of judgment. Well, one of the things that I, I wondered about, Jonathan, when I saw this, because the template of the harbinger is that first comes this first strike, but then years later, the sign of the terrorist reappears with Israel. Actually, the Assyrians are the ones who brought terror to Israel. The Assyrians are the ones who invented terror in the whole world. They're the ones, they're the fathers of terrorism. They're the, that, this is the harbinger template, but this is where terrorism begins. Every terrorist is linked to them in some way. So we had 9-11, strike of terror, you know, but could, could this thing resurface? I was wondering, is it gonna come back? Because, because the Assyrians came back to Israel bringing judgment. So could the sign of the terrorist reappear? Well, it has. It's in the form of ISIS. ISIS is even more linked to the ancient Assyria, the second harbinger, than Al-Qaeda. ISIS claims Iraq and Syria as their home. Well, Iraq and Syria is the core of the Assyrian Empire, the terrorist of the harbinger. Wow. Same exact thing. The, the Assyrians, who, who brought the harbinger, the Assyrians were known, well, actually, they, they ruled from Nineveh. ISIS took over Mosul. Mosul is Nineveh. They're in charge of Nineveh now, which is the same city. ISIS, actually Assyria, was known for their brutality, and what they specifically were specialists in was mutilation and decapitation. This is the Assyrians. 
the same with ISIS. And what the Assyrians did is when they did this, when they decapitated, they would publicize it all over the walls, their reliefs. They would publicize it to terrorize. Well, ISIS is the 21st century of Assyria. They probably may, they do the same thing. They publicize their beheading. So they're not the junior league, huh? No, no. And they are, and they literally, they may even literally have the blood of us, the Assyrians. And wow. so the second harbinger, the, the terrorist has reoccurred. And one of the things God said to Israel says, you know, you're, you're going after everything but me. You want the gods of the Assyrians. You want the Babylon. Well, you're going to get them. And, and the, the terrorist was a sign. So we have America in the West saying, we don't want Christianity. You know, we, we, we want anything that's anti-Christian, we'll celebrate. Well, God says, you want anti-Christian? You, you're getting it now. You're getting it now. So it was always a sign in the Bible. So it's an ominous sign. And we're seeing the, the, the divine protection that Europe and America experienced for so many years collapsing. And now yeah. that the, the, the refugee yeah. situation yes. and, and terrorists that are making their way throughout the world. Yeah, and, and you had, you know, you had, you know, recently, speaking of with Israel, you had in this summer and even in the autumn, you had the United Nations several initiatives. One is to 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 uh, vote for Palestine was an initiative. Another one was to send UN agents to the Temple Mount to monitor it because of the situation. Well, the one nation that sponsored these all these anti-Israel uh, initiatives was France, and and it was and Israel saying no, you're put, this would put us in danger with Islamic terrorists. Well, Islamic terrorism has now come to France. Yeah, in a, in a big way. We have yeah. to take a break. When we come back, we want to talk about the last harbinger, the tower and a new movie uh, uh, about Jonathan's life that will help you to understand your purpose and destiny in what I believe are the last of the last days. And also later, something I love to do on the program is to share stories of how Jewish people came to know Jesus as their Messiah, coming up a very special testimony that you won't want to miss. We'll be back. We're dedicated to proclaiming Messiah to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we're urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote lost tribes community in Mbrengwa, Zimbabwe. The Lemba, this faithful yet forgotten people, have ties to the ancient people of Israel the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital, life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click now to help save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending a newly released documentary by Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, The Harbinger Man. In 2012, Rabbi Kahn exploded onto the New York Times bestseller list with his blockbuster, The Harbinger. Americans were longing for God's word, scared for their future, and open to a messenger with God's prophetic warning. And what do we know about his journey to speak forth a warning to save his country? This DVD answers those questions. Plus, whether we're in the midst of a revival or a final warning. You'll also receive another DVD. Where are we on God's prophetic timeline? Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, along with a panel of the world's foremost prophecy experts, tackle many of the hottest questions about end times events. It's an incredible resource to help you more clearly understand the times in which we live. If God's blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today, 
To help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this beautiful plaque which reads, I will bless those who bless you. It'll make a lovely addition to your home or office and is a wonderful reminder to pray for Israel. Along with it, we'll also send you the provider edition of Confessing the Hebrew Scriptures by Rabbi Jonathan Burns. With this hardcover guidebook and companion audio CD, you'll come to understand the life-changing power of confessing in Hebrew. It'll lead you step-by-step step into proclaiming in Hebrew God's promises for provision. And as a special add-on, we'll also send you a DVD by Jonathan Furness, A Rabbi Looks at Israel, featuring inspirational teachings at actual biblical sites in Israel, and this 2016 Jewish Voice Calendar. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. Back with New York Times bestselling author of The Harbinger, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. And what, what is amazing me listening to you talk is how much really did happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes. with just, everything. just just yeah. uh, months ago, yes. just very, yes. very recently. And for those that have eyes to see mm -hmm. uh, and ears to hear, there is a great deal of, of yes. very clear warnings yes. from the Lord. Yes, absolutely. Right, so we left off, uh, let's pick up where yeah. we left off. Yeah, um, we were gonna mention about the harbinger. I'll mention one, one harbinger, because the harbingers have not stopped. And one harbinger in the book is the tower. And that is when Israel is warned, but they say, we're gonna come back stronger, we're gonna rebuild higher, bigger. And in the ancient Septuagint version of the Bible, it translates the Harbinger scripture, Isaiah 9:10, we will build ourselves a tower from Babel, they got it. Well, America did exactly that. We've been building this tower all these years. And it's almost as if that tower, as it gets higher, it was to be a tower of defiance, has been paralleling our fall from God. I mean, in their key moments of that tower, it parallels where we are. And at one point, the president, after the book Harbinger came out, he goes down there and writes, they say put words on the final, the top beam of the tower. He writes down in, in modern prose, he writes down the Isaiah 9:10 verse in, in uh, we will rebuild, we'll come back stronger, the same exact thing on the top. And the thing is that this year, the year of the Shemitah, the tower was basically finished, reached its completion. Same year when I think our, our apostasy was reached, reached its completion. So they built it, they, this year they, they put the top, they opened the top, Two days later, comes a storm over New York City. Lightning strikes that top three times. I saw three, it on TV. Really, yeah. three times. But then, when when America crossed this line and struck down the biblical definition of marriage, what they did to that tower of defiance is they lit it, the tower up in the colors of the rainbow. And so here, here you have the tower of defiance with a color crown with the colors of defiance. Remember, Jonathan, too, the rainbow is not just, just the covenant. Rainbow is the sign of God's throne and his authority. And it's kind of like America saying, you're not, you're not, you know, we can define things. You're not, you're not in charge. We're not under God. We are our own God. I want to keep going here. <laughs> We're just out of time, but I need, I, I really want to shift to a new product mm -hmm. that, uh, yeah. that we're, we're going to make available as a Jewish Voice uh, exclusive. Uh, the Harbinger Man, and this is really important uh, for a very specific reason. This may be a final warning we're mm -hmm. talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, let's take a, a look at a clip from The Harbinger Man, the Jonathan Kahn story. 
we shared with at the mass gathering flowing the show for the first time the, the you know this Indians had these Indians had seen that most of them had never seen a Jewish person before but then seeing a Jewish believer and so as soon as I sounded that show for the first time all of a sudden there was like and it was like an unearthly uh, blood-curdling screams that took place all over about 70,000 people sweeping throughout them and we're like what was that you know when I went back home and I looked at the, the Encyclopedia Judaica. It said, traditionally, when the shofar is blown, the enemy has to flee. It was like a, it's almost like a mass exorcism. I mean, it just, it just happened. At the end, I shared about the, the Hebrew mystery of the bride and groom to them. And at the end, I gave an altar call and about 70,000 people dedicated their life to the Lord that night. That's incredible. Now, this is put together by our, our, our friend Joe Fair, but yes. it's a story of your life, but it, it really ties in yes. to your whole message. To everything. Talk about that. Yeah, it weaves in everything. It's the prophetic message. It is, it, is, um, it is the time we are in now. It's destiny. It's fulfilling one's calling, not just mine. It's really to encourage everyone to fulfill their calling with that, but it weaves in everything. It's very powerful. I didn't do it. It's very powerful, and it is something, even for people who are not saved, it actually has altar call in it. It has, uh, uh, it has all sorts of things that you would never see anywhere else. Absolutely. Really, it's the man behind the message, but I, I, I think what's so important about it is it, it helps urge people yeah. forward in right. understanding their destiny. That's right. And in the final hours that's, of, that's right. of, of we, humanity. We are nothing, Jonathan, but we walked in that, those footsteps and God did it. That's what God has for everybody. Yeah. everybody. Well, I want to encourage you to get it. If you want to understand your own purpose, then look at Jonathan's journey, how we went from an atheist to accepting God's call and it'll help you discover what's ahead for you, for your family, for your nation. And you're going to want to get this movie. And Jonathan will be back tomorrow, so you don't want to miss this as well. Still to come, a beautiful testimony of a Jewish man and a Gentile woman, how they found each other. And eventually he found Jesus as his Messiah through her testimony. You'll hear their incredible story just ahead. Jewish Voice were dedicated to proclaiming Messiah to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua Jesus. Today, we're urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Mbrengwa, Zimbabwe. The Lemba, this faithful yet forgotten people, have ties to the ancient people of Israel the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital, life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click now to help save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending a newly released documentary by Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, The Harbinger Man. In 2012, Rabbi Kahn exploded onto the New York Times bestseller list with his blockbuster, The Harbinger. Americans were longing for God's word, scared for their future, and open to a messenger with God's prophetic warning. And what do we know about his journey to speak forth a warning to save his country? This DVD answers those questions. Plus, whether we're in the midst of a revival or a final warning. You'll also receive another DVD. Where are we on God's prophetic timeline? Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, along with a panel of the world's foremost prophecy experts, tackle many of the hottest questions about end times events. 
It's an incredible resource to help you more clearly understand the times in which we live. If God's blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today, to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this beautiful plaque which reads, I will bless those who bless you. It'll make a lovely addition to your home or office and is a wonderful reminder to pray for Israel. Along with it, we'll also send you the provider edition of Confessing the Hebrew Scriptures by Rabbi Jonathan Burns. With this hardcover guidebook and companion audio CD, you'll come to understand the life-changing power of confessing in Hebrew. It'll lead you step-by-step step into proclaiming in Hebrew God's promises for provision. And as a special add-on, we'll also send you a DVD by Jonathan Furness, A Rabbi Looks at Israel, featuring inspirational teachings at actual biblical sites in Israel, and this 2016 Jewish Voice Calendar. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. One of the things that I enjoy most uh, doing on this program are, are meeting with Jewish people who have come to know Yeshua, Jesus, as their Messiah and hearing their story. In fact, for those that remember the old days of this ministry, that's what we used to focus on, hearing from Jewish people who discovered that Jesus, Yeshua, is their promised Messiah. Now, I want to introduce you to a very special couple one a Gentile and the other Jew who came to know each other and then she led him to her Savior and it just happened to be his Messiah. And now they serve God together as the co-hosts of Zoe Levitt Presents, a very popular television program that many of, many of you are familiar with. Please welcome to Jewish Voice, Miles and Catherine Weiss. Hi, you guys. Thank welcome. Thank you so okay. much, Sean. Great to finally have you. Uh, it's great to be here. Let, let me just begin by saying you guys are doing a terrific job. I watch the program often. Thanks. Now, you two were raised it with completely different traditions, Absolutely. completely different upbringing, Miles, Jewish, uh, Catherine in a, in a Catholic home. That's correct. But then you ended up somehow together. And I know the story, so I'm trying <laughs> not to laugh. But tell us about what happened. Okay, so it was my in my college years that I called out to God and I knew that I needed something deeper in my life. I was at that place in my life that I knew I needed something more than what I was doing. You know, I think we all dabbled in the drugs a little bit and I didn't want to go down that road. Fortunately, God intervened and I said yes to him. And we met through mutual friends. You know, I said yes to Jesus as my Messiah, but we met through mutual friends. And then on our first date is when I had to tell him, you know, this is really real. You know, I knew about Jesus growing up, but he became alive in my life. And I needed Miles to know that he was you Very actually told him to something. Me. You told him actually. You you, you let him know right yeah. off. I said, you know, you I love. like you, but I'm in love with another. And then I began to challenge him <laughs> that you know, there's this this Jesus is real and mm -hmm. he's for you. Yeah, I was stunned. I grew up in the old country, New York City, and uh, <laughs> took the a left turn. Land, right? <laughs> took a left turn after my bar mitzvah and was not dabbling, I was fully committed. And when I was then in Eastern religion, uh, by the time I met Catherine, I was uh, ready for something new to happen. First cup of coffee, she tells me that uh, if you were an honest seeker, you would at least look in your own book. Wow. Yeah. And so I thought, well, this one's 
It's pretty clever for a new <laughs> Catholic believer. Yeah. I'm telling you. It was inspired. It was were you, <laughs> were, you, were you put off at all by her faith in Jesus? By I mean, a very active I, I faith. I was such a wanderer. By then, it was anything was possible. But, you know, I was part of the Anything But Jesus Club. That's right. why I was meditating with the Buddhist Jews in the desert, oh. you know, and discovered I was at two with this the universe. This is a very Jewish testimony, yeah. by the way, the Anything But Jesus Club. Looking for oneness yeah. with the cosmos, discovered I was at two. You know, that wasn't going to happen. And so... Uh, God just supernaturally began to move heaven and earth. He was so kind, yeah, so was. gracious to me. Uh, Catherine ran into the Jews for Jesus the next day. I had an encounter with a man in a parking lot with was supernatural. He came over with the word of knowledge. He said, God told me to come over to you. You've been praying for guidance. And the day before, I had been on the floor of my office crying out to the ceiling. Is this all in a very short period of yes, time now? Yes, over the, the whole thing happened okay. in the course of a so month you, or two. So you tell him right off, you should go for your own, you should study your own scriptures. I you have to know where I'm coming from. This has become very real. And if you pray and if you ask, yeah. he will reveal himself to I you. I love it. And then the, tr then the, the track comes. The track and comes right. to her. A man comes up out of nowhere to me saying, uh, you've been praying for guidance, which is the prayer I had just prayed. And supernatural things happened on and on until it was so irrefutable to me. I started reading the Bible. I started looking at this Jewish story that my rabbi did not tell me was a Jewish story right. with a Jewish Messiah. Somebody called you out by name. Yes, right. we were at a service, but it was a very charismatic meeting, and a man came, a prophetic man, and he called me out by name, and he said that God was calling me to the ministry. It was yeah. a very real word of knowledge, a very real supernatural call. He was, he, I, I don't know how he knew, but I was shaking in my boots. He said, don't be scared, too late, <laughs> come forward. He leaned over the pulpit and he held my hand. He said, God knows where you've been, and he's not angry. And he said that God's going to use you to touch many lives. Now, do you think you were the only Jew who believed in Jesus? Absolutely. We all do. Absolutely. That's a, that's a common. I love that he said, you know, that you didn't fit in anywhere. Right. But in the body of Messiah. Right. But right. In, in, and there was something about coming home. Yes. Yeah. Very well. much so. It was a homecoming. I would had my heels dug in all the way, but it was a homecoming, and God was very patient with me. You two, you two are a lovely couple and a lovely expression of Jew and Gentile as one. We hope to see <laughs> lots you. more of you guys. Oh, thank you, Keep up the great Thank work. you so much. And, and Miles has written a, a, a great little booklet, an epic love story, Jews and Gentiles, one in Messiah. Folks, we're one in Messiah. We need each other, and if you're not Jewish and you're watching the program, you have a unique calling to provoke the Jewish people to jealousy and letting them see the Jewish Messiah in you. His name is Yeshua, Jesus. And if you're watching and you're Jewish and you haven't made Yeshua, Jesus, your Messiah, he is calling you and you have an incredible opportunity to experience a new life in him. We'll be right back. Make a memory of a lifetime by recommitting your love and renewing your vows on the Jewish Voice 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Join Rabbi Jonathan Burness and his family April 16th through April 23rd and enjoy the beautiful white sand beaches and tranquil turquoise waters of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas on one of the world's newest and largest luxury cruise liners. It's the perfect place to not only celebrate the miracle of Passover, but to rededicate your marriage to each other and to God. The re 
rededication of marriage vows will be officiated by Rabbi Jonathan Burness under a traditional Jewish kuppah, the marriage canopy. You will also receive a beautiful certificate validating your continued commitment to each other, and the event will continue with a festive reception and formal dinner. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to share something meaningful with your loved one. Call 1-888-435-3787 or go to jewishvoice.org slash Passover and renew your vows on the 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. I want to thank you so much for watching today and thank you to Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. He's going to be here all week, so be sure to join us again tomorrow. As I close out the program today, I want to remind you, as I always do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, May they who love you prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And they need our prayers now more than ever. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you.